the DK Steelers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with my friend and co-host, Dale Lolly. It's Friday, Dale. We made it here. We're at the end of the week, and I'm happy because now we get to talk some preview stuff here. Dale, you wrote a very interesting article on our website, DKPittsburghSports.com, where you can subscribe to our website for $4.99 a month, $39.99 a year. I wanted to give you a chance to talk about it because yours about your article is about how deep this receiving core was or is. Where do you see this coming into play in this upcoming game against the Jaguars the most? Well, you know, Chris, a lot of people think that the Steelers need to come out and establish a running game and they need to run the football and they need to, you know, you play the fullback and get, get extra tight ends in there and do all that stuff. If they do that, they're doing the defense a favor. Uh, if, if you take if you take uh, Chase Claypool off the field to bring in Derek Water, you take uh, Deontay Johnson off the field to bring in uh, you know a, a blocking tight end uh, or even an extra offensive lineman. That's just doing the, the defense a favor, particularly this Jaguars defense. Their nickel cornerback Trey Herndon has allowed 24 completions on 33 targets. Jeez. That's a 72.7 percent uh, completion percentage. Uh, for 330 yards and three touchdowns. And he's the best guy in that <laughs> secondary. Uh, because rookie cornerback C.J. Henderson has allowed 33 catches for 443 yards and four touchdowns. Inside linebacker Joe Schobert, who a lot of people remembered uh, being with the Browns previously, he's given up 33 catches on 40 targets. That's 82.5%, by the way, uh, for 420 yards and four touchdowns. He's not a cornerback, folks. He's an, he's an inside linebacker with this team, usually covering tight ends and running backs, and he's given up 420 receiving yards and four touchdowns, and their strong safety. He's only been targeted 22 times, uh, but Josh, maybe Josh Jones, but he's allowed 20 completions. That's a 90.9% completion percentage for 273 yards and two touchdowns. These guys couldn't cover you and me, Chris. I mean. That's saying something because I think uh, a, a receiving core of Lolly and Carter, I think we could do some damage, Dale. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but no, but seriously, uh, I, I look at this as a huge opportunity for the Steelers to continue to prove to everyone that they're a serious threat to the air. As much as people want to want to say Ben Roethlisberger is this, isn't this, or isn't that, and they want to say, that, well, the Steelers don't have a, a, a pure number one wide receiver. Who cares? They're averaging 30 points a game. That's, that's the bottom line. You're, you're averaging 30 points a game and you're 9-0. and 0. Um, Would you like to run the ball or like, and like to run the ball better? Sure. If they're up, uh, you know, four touchdowns in this game, uh, maybe you want to run the football a little bit. They weren't real interested in doing that against the Bengals last week, by the way, because they wanted to rub Joe Burrow's nose in that. They wanted to, to send a message to Joe Burrow like, hey, kid, you're nowhere close to us. Look, we just put 36 points up on your defense. We could have put 50 up if we wanted to. That was what that was all about. If you come out and run the ball in the, in the fourth quarter against the Bengals, you don't get the 36 points probably. So, you know, in this game, uh, I think uh, – and I think, you know, it's going to be this way for a lot of the rest of the season. The Steelers need to run the ball to be able to establish – or pass the ball to establish their run. Um, you know, pass early to, to run late. Um, I think they can do it, um, you know, even it, – it's just a little bit of an adjustment on, on how they run the football, more straight-ahead stuff, not so much of the, of the you know, getting uh, – pulling and, and that kind of stuff. Just come out, throw the football, be what you are, be who you are, embrace it. 
you know, and for a lot of that's all you got to do, embrace it. I agree. And and for a lot of people that are saying, well, what about the past years where the Jaguars would intercept Ben Roethlisberger? Okay, remember, that was Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Bouye, Deshaun Gibson. These were, this, was, this was a secondary that was athletic, that had talent all over the place, and that they really did have, you know, all pro-level playmakers in the secondary. This isn't that group. And this is this a much – <laughs> This ain't them. And even if it was, this is a much different Ben Roethlisberger. Back then, he would often lock on to, to top receivers, and, they, and that athletic group could prey on that. Even against athletic secondaries, he's been taking it on. Don't forget the Eagles. They went and got Darius, Darius Slate, and he was a problem. For, or he, he wasn't, uh, you know, stopping the Steelers. You know, this, uh, Jen, Ben Roethlisberger was throwing all over that, that Eagles secondary, even with him in there. There isn't even a Darius Slate on this team. Um, I, I really look at this as a chance for Ben Roethlisberger to further assert that, hey, you know, you, you, I'm not saying I'm MVP, but I am one of the baddest dudes in this league this, this year because he's been Mr. Consistency. Yeah, I mean, this, this Jaguars defense is allowing uh, 283 passing yards per game or 284 uh, and they've given up 19 touchdown passes in nine games. You throw the ball against them, uh, get your lead, and make them play catch up. Make Jake Luton uh, try to try to keep up with your offense, uh, because I don't think he can do it. I don't think he can either. Of course, that's going to lead. We're going to give our final score predictions in the next segment here. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. It's pick time. We go over our picks for this week. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with my friend and co-host, Dale Lolly. Dale, it's pick time. Now, last week, you and I had five different games. You won three. I won two. So you gained a game back. Wait, say uh, that again. You won three. So I won the week. What's that put us at in the weeks? That puts us at you're down four games. So uh, no, that puts us, what, three, three, and one? Uh, yes, we are three, three, and one if you want to do match play. But, Dale – this isn't the electoral college. This is pick 'em, baby. We pick 'em every. We pick every single game. That's what matters. <laughs> He's not laughing. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm uh, laughing at you inside. <laughs> wait, wait. What did you? You're laughing at me on the inside. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, but Dale. Uh, so you know we're you're, you're four games back here, but you know you could come, you could bring it back. We got an interesting. Back. I'm, I'm, we're we're dead even, pal. Okay, here I we said go. that from week one, man. I said that week one. We've been doing this. Yeah, and I've been saying the other thing from week one. So what's your point? Oh, fine. You have your scores. I have mine. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's get into these games because there's a lot of really good ones this weekend. Uh, some top teams competing against each other. Some bad ones too. But the first one we're going to go over is one that Steelers fans will be eyeing up. 
at, at all throughout the game. It's the six and three Titans at the six and three Ravens. Both of these teams have struggled of late. The Ravens, after losing to the Steelers, dropped a bad one to the Patriots on the road. Titans, of course, have lost to the Bengals and the Colts after losing to the Steelers. This is an interesting game for me. Um, I'm leaning to the Ravens, though, still, because I think they have a few more answers than the Titans. But I've, I've gone back and forth on this throughout the week with who I think I pick. Who you think you pick? <laughs> oh, no, not me. Yeah, who I thought I would pick. I wasn't sure. Really, I, you know, I came, I came into today, and I was like, all right, I got to start making decisions for, for the shows I'm on. And I had to think. I was like, man, I, I like some of the things the Titans do. I, I think that they can beat the Ravens in certain ways. But, you know, that's the way that the, the, the Titans have blown some of their games. I'm just – I'm not 100% sure. And the Ravens – you can at least say that they were in Foxborough and there was that crazy rainstorm last week. They still should have beaten the Patriots, but I, I feel like they rebound. I also feel like this is a much more of a do-or-die situation for the Ravens than it is the Titans because the Ravens know they got to catch the Steelers. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, I just I, – I think that they're going to win this, this game. All right, now a, a game between the battle of the Blue and Silver Cats. It's the four and five Lions at the three and seven Panthers. Um, the, uh, the, the Lions pulled off a big win last week. The Panthers – they started off okay against the Buccaneers. They fell off late. I, I think the Lions are doing are going to win this one, Dale. I like what DeAndre Swift has been bringing to the to this team he's overall. Cuss though, he he's not going to play this week. He's out. Ah, oh, great. Ah, I hate it. I hate everything. I hate everything. Fine. I guess I'm going with the Panthers and Mike David. I, I, I hate both these teams. I hate both of them. I, I can't pick any of them right. They got whatever one – I think one might win, they lose. Whatever one might lose, they might win. These teams stink. I hate both of them. I pick them both to lose. This is dumb. Where's the game at? It's in Carolina. Mm, yeah. Right? Right? Yeah, so I, I'll probably – I'm going to take the Lions uh, as much as I hate to say that. But uh, Kenny Galladay will be back for them this week, even though well, – That's they, a good point. Even though they don't have Swift, I'll I'll uh, I'll go with the uh, Carolina Panther or the uh, Lions over the Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater a little banged up, and he's checked down Charlie. He is checked down Charlie, and Matt Stafford can at least make play. Ah, I'm going with the Lions with you. I just oh I, yeah, see, I see how you're doing this. How am I doing this? You let me pick the game. You, you say one thing, and then you let me pick the game, and then you pick the same team. That way, you don't miss it. I mean, I don't I don't care about either of these teams. I don't. I <laughs> see how you do this. I, I got you now. <laughs> it's, I got you now, he well, said. People can see right through this little ploy there, Carter. Yeah, that's that's why that's why I'm up four games on you. That that's, that's exactly it. <laughs> you make me pick every week. You make me make, make the picks first and then you say, Oh yeah, that's I'll take this team. I the Ravens before you did. What are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, and you just picked the you just picked the, the Carolina Panthers, and then you changed your mind to the Lions after. And I explained it. I didn't I didn't care about this game. I just I came into this whole thing about this one. You know what? Forget you. We're moving on. I don't care what you think. All right, all right. <laughs> Eagles at Browns. I'm picking the Browns. I'm sticking to it, even though I don't like either of these teams. <laughs> I'm going to take the Browns. I think the weather is going to be a factor again up there this week. Yeah, I also think the run game needs to get back and forth. They they should have been scoring more points last week, but I think they, they have enough firepower power to take down the Eagles. Here's another game I really don't like. It's the four and five Patriots at the two and seven Texans. I'm going with the Patriots because I don't know. They're the Patriots. They 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 find weird ways to win. This Texans team is still scraping and searching for answers. I just – I think that the, the Patriots will end up having a weird and wonky way, but they will find a way to win on the road. 
<sighs> right? That's how I feel. I don't like either one of these teams. I'm going to yep. take the home team. I'm going to take the Texans. Uh, they're due for a win. The, the, the Patriots stink. Put the Patriots out of their misery. It would, it would be nice to see that, right? But I, I agree with you. I think both of these teams stink. I just – I don't have faith in anyone. And when I don't have faith in anyone I, – I have faith in Deshaun Watson. How about that? I do have faith in Deshaun, but I, he, he can't do it all. And, and, and he needs help. And they gave away his best help to the, to the Cardinals and just DeAndre Hopkins. Like, why? Why? I still – Bill O'Brien, why? But anyways, who cares? Moving right along. AFC South game. This would be, this would have been more interesting in the past few years, but the the three and six Falcons are at the seven and two Saints. Now Jameis Winston is going to play in this game, but I still think that that's that the Saints have enough firepower on both sides of the ball to take out the Falcons. Yeah, the Saints win that game. Moving right along, a game a, a, a crappy game here. Two win teams, the two six and one Bengals at the two and seven Washington Football Team. Still weird saying that, but. I'm going with Washington Dale because Alex Smith does seem to be able to hold himself together. They have a really aggressive defensive front. They've been good against the pass this year. I, I think that's going to cause some problems for Joe Burrow. And I think Alex Smith can handle whatever the Bengals defense throws at them. I'm going to go with the Bengals in this one. I think they're the okay. better football team. I cannot pick an NFC East team when they're playing somebody <laughs> from outside the NFC. East. <laughs> They are so bad. <laughs> I hate the NFC East. They're so, they're so annoying. Um, all right, now here's a game I actually think would be a surprise survivor pick this week. I got the 6-3 and three Dolphins beating the 3-6 and six Broncos. Normally, I wouldn't pick something like this, but the way that Drew Locke played last week, it just, it's, it's abominable. It's horrible. And you got the Dolphins defense, who's been aggressive. I like their secondary. I like what they've been doing. Brian Flores has a really well-coached team right there. I think the Dolphins go on the road and take care of the Broncos. And I would I, that'd be one of the, like, the games that I lock in. Yeah, I think the uh, Dolphins win that one as well. They're the better football team right now. They're the better coach football team. And, uh, you know, I think that defense is for real. I agree. So, now here's, here's another game. This is, uh, we got, we got, here's another game that we really don't care about. It's the Jets at the Chargers. I'm just saying the Chargers just because the Jets stink, but the Chargers also stink. But I just think the Chargers stink less. Yeah, I've been picking the Chargers every week, and they prove me wrong every week, week <laughs> in, week out. But uh, I'm going to pick them again this week. They can't possibly lose to the Jets. If they if they find a way to lose to the Jets, it will be the most dis, like disrespectful. Like that's just, that's just humiliating. Like I don't, I wouldn't show up to work on Monday. <laughs> oh man, that would just be horrible. Uh, all right, now here's a really good game, or at least an, an interesting game. A seven and two Packers team at the six and three Colts. I like the Packers in this one, Dale, but. The Colts' defense has been troublesome this year. I just also think that the Packers' defense is, can provide more troubles for Phillip Rivers, who hasn't been good this year. I'm taking the Colts in that game. I think their defense oh. will win at home. Um, the, the Packers' run defense stinks, mm. and I think the Colts will run on them. That's an interesting factor there. All right, so, so far our splits are you have the Colts, I have the Packers, you have the Bengals, I have Washington, and I think those are our only two splits so far. Um, no, I got the uh, Lions. You got the uh, Panthers. I told you I'm going with the Lions. <laughs> what you doing there? I don't know what you're doing there, man. Um, but two and seven Cowboys at the four and five Vikings. I'm going with the Vikings. 
I just think Dalvin Cook is just going to be able to run through this Cowboys defense and give them a hard time. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings there as well. They're playing uh, much better than they were early in the year. Yeah, got to give them credit. They are bouncing back. All right, now it's time for a huge AFC West rematch, albeit this is going to be this, – this might be missing a lot of key players. The Chiefs are 8-1 and one going to the Raiders at 6-3, and three, who have been ravaged by COVID-19. Um, Cleveland Farrell got infected or tested positive or whatever, and then several players had to be out for most of the week. They're not, we're still not sure who all they're getting back. Um, I'm going with the Chiefs because they're coming off a bye. They're mad about losing to the Raiders earlier in the season, and the Raiders got way too many question marks on their side. I think the Chiefs are going to destroy yeah. the Raiders. I think they're going to run the score up on them because after beating them the last time, the Raiders decided it would be a good idea to, to uh, drive their, uh, their buses around the uh, stadium at Arrowhead and uh, do a little victory lap around there, and the Chiefs were not real happy about that. Yeah, I just why poke the bear? Why poke the bear? They poked it, and I think they're about to get they're about to get get eaten, like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio in the the Revenant. This is about to be ugly. Um, all right, now here's a game that could be game of the week. It's the six and three Rams at the seven and three Buccaneers. I like both of these teams. The Rams they've been up and down at times, but they've been up lately. I'm going with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. I think Ramsey has a good day against Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, whoever he has to cover that week, this week. But I, I, I like what the Rams bring to the table. I think that they pull out one on the road against the Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. I okay. can't believe you're going to give me that one. I'll, I like what the Rams are doing, but I don't like them coming to the, uh, to the East Coast. I'll, uh, I'll go with the home team. Yeah, I, I thought about that at first, but I just the, – the, the Buccaneers did bounce back last week, Dale, but – I, I'm still not sure that this team is going to be consistent. I think that they're still going to have problems. Um, and and I, I think that Aaron Donald is going to be a huge factor in disrupting what Tom Brady likes to do and keeping the ground game contained. Um, because I, I thought about taking the Buccaneers at first, but I was just like, nah, I like, I like what the Rams do. Um, and I think that their defense wins this game for them. Um, and uh, just for the record, the ever since you accused me of just stealing your pick, with the second pick of our picks here. Every single one since that I picked before you, so take that. That's a first. That's a first, he says. No, it's not. I've been doing this all the time. What are you getting? What are you doing? Uh, all right. So, now finally, Steelers-Jaguars. Now, obviously, we're both picking them to win. But we talked about the Steelers receivers. What's the, what's the other – where do you think is another place where you're going to see the Steelers really exploit weaknesses of the Jaguars in this game? Oh, they're just—they're gonna—they're gonna get after the the rookie quarterback and force him into a couple of uh, mistakes that uh, are costly, and and uh, it's just not going to be pretty. Uh, he is not a talented, uh, highly talented player. I mean, his his talent is throwing the ball deep, and to do that, you have to uh, you have to block it up. And I just don't think they're going to be able to do that. The Steelers have been on pace. I believe right now they have they have 18 turnovers on the forced turnovers on the season. Um, if they, if they continue on this pace, they'll get 30 again. Do you think they get two turnovers, or do you think they get more turnovers or less turnovers? So, yeah, the, the over-under is two. Do, do you think they hit that, or do they go above or below that in turnovers this week? I think they at least hit that number and win this game 30, uh, let's say 31-13. Uh, that is actually the exact score that I, that I predicted on Locked On Steelers uh, with Jenna Hart. Sure it is. I have no proof of that. I can email you this audio right now, buddy. <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> Don't you give me that. 
Um, 31, 30, yeah, 31, 13 is just my score. I think they get one big DJ Chark's still a big threat wide receiver. He can beat you with a couple with a play. James Robinson has been a, a good upstart at running back. And, uh, by the way, Dale, he's been really good in fantasy this year. You, you still think that my trade of giving away Michael Thomas for him and Patrick Mahomes was really bad? Yes, I do. Why? Why? What? 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 I got a, a, a starting running back, an RB1, and I got the best quarterback in the NFL. Come on, man. What did you say? It wasn't all you traded. I gave away Michael Thomas and a bum running back that I didn't even need anymore. My running backs right now are Nick Chubb, James Robinson, Antonio Gibson, and Ronald Jones, and Leonard Fournette. And then I still have Giovanni Bernard. Like, I don't, I don't have any problems at running back anymore. And my team is finally healthy, and now we're on, a, like, a four-game win streak. When the team that you said stunk, I told you, let them get healthy, and they're coming for you. What are they doing right now, Dale? They're coming for you. Let's not try to rewrite history. You were the lowest-scoring team in the league in the first six, seven weeks of the season. Why? Because my team was hurt. And and now – And I tried – who tried to give you make a good trade with you for Michael Thomas, and you're like, oh, no, I have to hold on to Michael Thomas. He was my first-round draft pick. I can't give up on him. This is a month before he even came back. You had, to, you had to hold on to him. Then you go ahead and trade him for nothing. For nothing? I got Patrick Mahomes and James Robinson. How is that nothing? James Robinson's killing people you right now. I was offering you a better deal than that. No, you did not give me the MVP of quarterbacks and the biggest upstart running back this year. in the league this year. What would you say? He's not even the highest scoring quarterback in the league this year. He's going to be at some point. Uh, no, he won't. He's not, he's not catching the, the guys ahead of him. They run a lot more than he does. Listen, man, Patrick Mahomes, he's lighting it up. And, and he's, go, he's going to keep lighting it up. I don't know why you try to play him like that, man. They're not, they're not playing like that. <sighs> I think you're just being – I think you're just mad. I didn't trade, I didn't trade him to you. And I now – and then you're mad. You, then, never, you knew I was interested. You never even said, hey, Dale. I got this other deal going here. Because <laughs> it was too good of a deal. James Robinson is the number four running back in fantasy football yeah, right now. That's going to keep up. What's James Robinson going to do this week, pal? I Probably not that much because of the Steelers' defense. But this week is fine. Again, I got Nick Chubb back. I got Antonio Gibson. I got Ronald Jones. Yeah, I've got Antonio Gibson is good. Come on. He's, he's a good flex option. He's, he's getting me like 12, 15 points a week. I can put him in the back. And, when I, and again, when, if he's not going to give a good matchup, guess what? Ronald Jones gets in there. And he, yeah, he's been until, doing Ronald until, Jones. until Arians benches him for fumbling or missing a block. And then guess who I got backing him up? Guess who I got backing him up? You don't know when it happens in game. When it happens in game and, you, and you're sitting there and you started Ronald Jones and you didn't start Fournette and you take a zero from Ronald Jones because, oh, he missed a block. Or, uh, you know, he looked at Arian sideways. Um, come on. Yeah. This is don't get me started this week. It's us arguing about fantasy. You can talk and, and by the way, you can talk to yourself right now. thinking that's a good situation all you want, but it's going to burn you. Mark okay. my words. By the way, Patrick Mahomes right now, the third best fantasy quarterback in fantasy football right now. Third. Not third. first, third. third. But that's a high upgrade. That's a high upgrade for me. <laughs> Come on, man. That's Drew Brees is fifteenth, and, and and again, I that was the other thing. I gave away Drew Brees, and Drew Brees. Because you made the mistake of drafting Drew Brees. Look, I took him in the tenth. Don't draft him in the tenth round. It, it was, I I was he was going to be fine with Michael Thomas, that's but then fantasy, Michael Thomas got hurt. Fantasy football one hundred and one. Don't take quarterbacks who don't run. I took him super late, and it was fine. <laughs> And if Michael Thomas was healthy, it would be fine. But, again, I bounced back. My team – I now have the same record as you. 
I'm, I'm chasing people. And I told you, I'm, ch- I'm walking you down. I'm going to be your worst nightmare as this, le- as this season goes on. And I have been, buddy. <laughs> Any kind of nightmare to me. Other oh, doing oh, these shows. Is that, that why I beat you the other week? Was that? <laughs> <doing these> shows. <laughs> Anyways, we gotta, we gotta, we, we gotta throw it to break. We've been, we've been arguing about our fantasy teams for far too long. I'm sure people are like, get over it, ladies. But um, Dale, as always, thanks. These are always fun to do. Um, uh, have a safe flight to Jacksonville. Um, you'll be taking off soon. Um, I've gone, I've got to throw a break. We're going to come back. It's showtime. We go over over our potential game ball picks for the week and get you ready for the week. Right after this. All right, everybody, it's showtime here on the DK Steelers podcast. Y'all know what that means. Showtime is where we go over who we predict to have the biggest games for the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday and uh, predict who gets our three game balls. Because as always, after on Monday, after on the show on Monday, when we're recapping the game, we give three game balls out for the top players of the game for the Steelers. So, top predictions here. Again, I usually try to do the harder ones, but especially after last week, I just think Ben Roethlisberger's a gimme right now. This is a this is a Jaguars secondary that stinks, as you and I, as Dale and I were just talking about. They are going to be outmatched by the Steelers' receiving core, and I don't think it's going to be any one receiver that exposes them a whole lot. I think it's going to be the collection of them. That's what they've been doing all season. I really see, um, uh, I really see see Ben Roethlisberger distributing the ball well, and I think that uh, when all said and done, he's going to have another like you know, close to 300-yard passing game. He's going to have a game where I think he's going to have – I think the Steelers are going to get three touchdown drives of their own on offense, and he's going to at least have two of the touchdown passes. Maybe James Conner gets in with one of them. But I also think that uh, we see some help elsewhere, and I'll get to that in a second. But Ben Roethlisberger is my first game ball here. My second game ball is going to go to Minka Fitzpatrick because Luton's probably going to be thinking, hey, i got to stay away from that guy. But when the pressure starts mounting on him, I think that he's going to start making mistakes and getting desperate. Luton's also, like Dale said, a big threat, a deep threat type of quarterback. He, he lives for the deep ball. And what does Minka take away? The deep ball. I think that they're, they're going to bait him into some throws where Minka's going to line up. He might even get two interceptions in this game. I, I, I just see, think Minka Fitzpatrick, this is, a, this is an offense designed for him to take over and dominate. Um, so, uh, you might even see a pick six here on the defensive side of the ball, but I got him having a huge game for the Steelers. My other guy to show up on defense, I'm going with Stephon to it. I think that he has another big week this week. Um, again, he got what six sacks on the season. He's been on fire for the Steelers. Uh, I think that continues in this game. He's going to eat alive this offensive line and, really try to and that this is going to be a big factor of how they face James Robinson. They've got to contain him, keep him from becoming a big the big playmaker that he has been this season for the Jaguars. Even though they've only won one game, he has really put on numbers again. He's the number 4 fantasy running back right now. Um I'd keep an eye on on that, but Stefan to it both in stopping the run and in rushing the passer. I think he's going to be a, have a huge factor in this game. The Steelers win this one by going up the middle on defense. They take away the things that the Jaguars want to do. 
and ultimately win this game going away. So there are your game ball predictions. I have um, I have Ben Roethlisberger, Stephon Tewitt, and Minka Fitzpatrick getting my three game balls. Tune in on Monday for when we, we do that and we recount who did. Now, as for some last-minute fantasy advice, um, DeAndre Swift not playing is a little alarming for the Lions, but I do like Mike Davis in that game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's out, but that doesn't stop the Panthers' run game. Do start Mike Davis. I think that he has a big day against the Lions. I, I, I still don't think the Panthers win, despite how Dale tries to make me try to think that they're going to win or try to make, make it say, I, I, I did think they're going to win. I think that the Panthers still get some run game in this game, and that's going to be exciting for them. Um, I'd also start Damian Harris, uh, running back for the New England Patriots. The Texans' run defense is horrible, and I think this is a game where Bill Belichick leans on him a little bit more um, moving forward. Um, I would also look at um when i look at this when i look at the matchups i try to find different things that work i would stay away from mike gasecki the tight end for the uh um for the dolphins against justin simmons and the Bron the broncos defense they've been really good at t taking on tight ends this year um and justin simmons is in that middle of the field avoid him as much as possible um but, uh, you know, otherwise, there's a lot of things that I, I would get. Sammy Watkins is back this week. I'd look for him to have an opportunity to have a big week coming back against the Raiders. Like Dale said, I think they're going to get aggressive. I think they're going to try and make some big throws uh, in this game. Patrick Mahomes is going to want to show out on these guys. I'd start anyone I have for the Chiefs this week. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, even Le'Veon Bell, Sammy Watkins. If Miko Hardman's healthy, I'm not sure if he is, but... Check that on game time to make sure. Tyree Kill, of course, every week you got to start. Travis Kelsey, this is going to be a slaughter by them, by them in this game. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think this could be a really good one. Another guy to keep out, keep on the look for is Eric Ebron for the Steelers. I really do think that he has a good chance to um, to put up some big numbers against the Jaguars, and uh, especially in the red zone. I think that with the with the Jaguars don't do well. Like you were talking about, he was talking about how Joe Schobert has been targeted a ton this year. Well, if he's going to be asked to cover Eric Ebron, I'd expect Ben Roethlisberger to try and take advantage of that all throughout this game. There you have it. That's showtime. Got some fantasy football advice, your game ball predictions right here on the DK Steelers podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you uh, riding with us. We we, uh, we we appreciate you, all you DK Pittsburgh Sports subscribers as well. If you're not a subscriber to the website, DKPittsburghSports.com. Remember, we cover the Steelers, the Pirates, the Penguins, Pitt, Penn State, and Duquesne all right here on our website. You can subscribe for $4.99 a month. $39.99 a year. And if you also, if you love our podcast, please rate us five stars. Leave us a positive comment on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts are hosted. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be back in your ears on Monday. Thank you.